Hello everyone, this is Cheesy bringing you another episode of the Changing Times podcast where we talk about anything and everything transformation related. So just like I hinted on the last episode with Apuleius, we have a bit of a multi-part going on here with this episode of the original plan as I said with the previous one is that the uh, two individuals uh, from previous episode and this episode were originally supposed to be on the same episode though due to time constraints we had to separate it just to accommodate the two so with that said of course uh, with the obvious time meaning that this individual is of course on the other side of the world in Europe more particular so uh, certainly interesting to see his side of the story or his side of the world as far as culture uh, how transformation and other related material is sort of treated on their side and kind of how it relates to us in the states or even other parts of the world such as the UK so uh, again certainly interesting what he's got to say about that and I'm sure you'll find much interest in what he says about that as well so with that said um, again have a long journey ahead of us for season two but we'll all hang in there and we'll make it through and i'm sure you'll be excited to see or hear what other podcasters we have in show for that so with all that said i uh, just want to drop my usual uh just advertising i guess you could say if you have any uh recommendations for future podcasters or even want to recommend yourself as a future podcaster don't be afraid to give me a message through our various channels. Uh, of course, the easiest way is to, to get me through email, which is simply changingtimespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're more just frequent on one of our other sites, such as for affinity or DeviantArt, uh, you can get us at foraffinity.net forward slash user forward slash cheesy dino or DeviantArt, which is cheesydino.deviantart.com so either one of those you can reach me of course and I'll get back to you as soon as I can and I'll be happy to answer your questions concerns or any advice you would have to relay to me and I'll address it as best I can for you so uh, again hope you enjoy the episode and I'll tag back with you at the end just to sort of round things up and if there is anything else we need to cover Alright, thank you very much. This is Cheesy with The Changing Times. I hope you enjoy. Everybody, welcome back to the Changing Times podcast, where we talk about anything and everything transformation related. And here we are, continuing on for season two, and uh, going forth with, I guess you could say, a part two of uh, a uh, sort of a discussion with the uh, continuation of um, transformation archive sites. Uh, we previously spoke to Mr. Apulius about his uh, site and. Uh, male-focused content there, and uh, this time I'm joined by another uh, probably known 
person over the years of uh, transformation archives for movies and shows. Uh, and his name is Dutch Bull. And I'm sure some of you are familiar with his site, tfdimension.com, which has stored of various movies and TV shows uh, more likely familiar to most that contain your uh, transformation classics and favorites. So uh, we'll go ahead and speak to him about uh, a little bit with this site, his personal experiences with transformation, and his opinion. So uh, get started right on that. So uh, grand welcome to you, Mr. Bull here. Hello. <laughs> Hello, indeed. And and uh, across the um, the world at that, I believe you're in the Netherlands. A different world. Yeah, um, in a different time zone. I mean. <laughs> right on. I believe you're about, say, four or five hours ahead of me. So, very uh, glad to have you put your time into this for the podcast. So, uh, and uh, just to start off here with every other podcaster I've had before, uh, let's talk a little bit about the name you've chosen for your, uh, I guess, your persona. So, what made you choose the name of Dutch Bull? Well. At the start, it was Dutch man. It was it was more because not that I'm I'm very naturalistic. I'm being proud being Dutch. It was more like a caution for people uh, to warn them that my English dead state was not very good, <laughs> and it still is not very well as you can hear it. And a man was because yeah, I'm a man, a male. But uh, when the years passed, I, I thought, well, it's not a really a good name. It's not a really a catchy name. And, and I always had a special bond with bulls. I lived in a rural area with uh, cattle farms around me. And yeah, I seen the bulls there and just thought, yeah, that's, that's, that's a sort of animal I'm related to. So I, in the end, I changed it to a Dutch bull. Okay. So that's a pretty uh, interesting background there, relating that to your past experiences. Yeah. So awesome. Now, uh, now in terms of your site here, um, I've spoken previously with Apulius about this, but uh, what pretty much brought you up the idea for creating, um, uh, we'll call it an archive for the sake of this podcast, um, for you know transformation movies and shows and all that sort. Well, at first I, I was trying, when I was introduced to the community about 10 years ago, I went to, I was just doing an image search on Google and I stumbled on transformation. I stumbled on the TF board just on that time. And I had something, well, I want to contribute with the community, but um, I, I couldn't, I thought, no, let me write stories, but. English writing at that time wasn't really good and still isn't. And, <laughs> and and I'm not an artist, I'm not a skilled drawing in and something. Uh, I can only draw technical diagrams and such, so that is not too <laughs> much of career either. And yeah, uh, I almost always had an yeah, interest in, in creating video clips ripping out certain clips from movies and then watching those clips because I'm not always have the concentration and the time to uh, to watch the full movie. So I think yeah, I just cut out the pieces that interest me. And yeah, 
And well, in the end, I have had some. I first started with image caps because uh, I thought, well, yeah, uh, I had not much much experience with creating video clips. It's very technical, and I had not, not really good programs. So I thought, well, I make screen caps uh, with print screen and post them on the forum. But in the end, I thought, well, uh, and there was a guy on TF Central Alphant website space. So I thought, well, I set up my first website and create uh, the first uh, video clips there. And over time, yeah, it, it grew really good and of it expanded very well. And yeah, TF Central broke down eventually. <laughs> I had something, well, yeah, I, I just, and I always thought, yeah. Dutchman.tfcentral.com isn't really catching. And I was very fond at the time of DJ Chesto, and DJ Chesto brought out a concert with uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Dutch Dimension. I thought, well, TF Dimension, that's, that's a nice. Yeah, that yeah. TF Dimension. So I put a TF Dimension, a school friend of mine uh, set up the website coding, and it is still operating. Yeah. That, that, Unfortunately, as and as most people have experienced, and I have been, uh, yeah, well, a lot of people have said about it. Well, it's great you're uh, making video clips, but your website is a, a really problem. But yeah, I have, I never, I never was a good star in website coding, and and I thought, well, I rebuilt a complete site, but it is so much work, and it. And website coding is so much dry. Uh, yeah, it's really dry something to understand it. <clears throat> and yeah. so, so it still is as it is now. Okay. So do you uh, manage the site yourself now, or do you still have some help as far as coding and all of that? Well, not really. Uh, my friend is also uh, a lot, yeah. Yes, um, well, he has not, he forgot all his skills because he never used them after after that. Oh. So, um, yeah, it's a bit uh, embarrassing, but that, that's the truth. And what I do is copy paste uh, some um, some coding of extending the limits of uh, how much video clips a certain section can contain. And that's it. <laughs> Okay. So um, now, since we're talking about movies and video clips here, uh, what is your uh, pastime as far as transformation media goes? Like, what's your favorite movie or show that you've seen and kind of clung on to? Well, that's a difficult one. I never have, never had really a favorite movie, but. Um, one movie that made a lot of impression on me was uh, American Werewolf in London. Because uh, before that time, in the 60s and 70s, and all that before, yeah, the, the best uh, movie effects at that time was makeup and filming something frame by frame, and then showing the changes. But it is not as fluid as with puppetry. So that the sort of the extending of his snout and, and seeing an extending of his hand, uh, it was really amazing at the time when I saw it for the first time. Right. 
Okay. And what about any shows that you've uh, really liked over the years? Well, there aren't many. To be honest, I'm almost never looking at a TV series. In the, in, gotcha. Yeah. And then movies, and, and, and uh, I'm more interested in other movie genres. Uh, and most of my, uh, when I work on a movie, I always play it in fast forward, forward to save time. And all, and, and it is a real lifesaver when you have to watch a really bad movie. <laughs> so yeah, uh, no, the, and I have limited concentration so I cannot uh, watch uh, a movie for uh, eh, for over two hours that's that's too much if I have to break it up and yeah okay yeah I can understand that so uh, in that regards how what is your process really for finding or uh, discovering new content to post on your site there well, it's mostly uh, doing uh, keyword searches on uh, internet movie databases. Uh, the EMDB is a very big one. But there is also a Dutch movie uh, database called Movie Meter. And I look, uh, you can search on genres. Uh, most uh, transformation happen in fantasy movies or in werewolf movies. And comedy and drama, that's more limited, but still possible. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, uh, with that said, um, since you know you're talking about your own little database that seems to be based more in uh, Europe or wherever you're located, so is there? Um, since we're talking about different locations here across the world. Is there a difference in terms of like censorship? I know this, uh, certainly with like areas like Germany, there are certain movies that are you know not prohibited to be watched or uh, viewed by audiences over there as compared to over here in the states or elsewhere. So, is there a little bit of a difficulty for obtaining or uh, being able to find content for your site with such censorships? Or is there um, such a process as that in your location? Well, not really. Um, and uh, to be honest, I never thought about it, to be really honest. Uh, I just look it up and check the movie for TFs. And ha- has a TFs, then I rip out the clips and doesn't have it, then I just delete it and save the hard drive space. Okay, and uh, so with that, do you is there any films or shows? Because uh, obviously, with the U.S., we're going to be more focused on our own films based here rather than out there in the world. So, are there any movies or shows that you've found to be of worth that you've found over there in Europe, whether it be from Germany, from the Netherlands, or maybe towards Asia that you? maybe have a little bit more access to than uh, someone over here in the States? Well, well, um, let me give some background about it. When I first started the site, 
I I just 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 then heard about Dragon Inside, and well, I thought well he has a lot of stuff. He has even more stuff than I ever have uh, collected in those ten years. So I thought well I have to do something to uh, to be different. And I thought well I just look in corners. He he just and uh, have thought about it or didn't know about it. So I look at movies in Asia, on Europe, over in the uh, Central uh, Europe, uh, Eastern Europe, even Russia, uh, yeah, to, uh, to be different, to, to, to say, well, I don't have a lot of stuff, but look here, I have found a, a web of movie in, in, in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do have quite a bit over there from what I've seen. Yeah, and also uh, Philippine folklore is also um, it's more they have animals we don't have here in Europe, so like tigers or elephants and so and also um, I like Indian movies you have um, it's more religion based like Krishna is coming uh, yeah uh, Indian myths, Indian legends, we don't have, and yeah, yeah. sometimes there's a really interesting uh, animal in it, or a different uh, sort of transformation we haven't seen before. Right on, right on. So, do you, um, when you're looking for, you know, movies and shows and something that's worthy of being put on the site, um, I know the biggest thing that's sort of been a uh, a discussion amongst the transformation community is the uh, the topic of process over content. So you know, I'm sure you're familiar with like poof transformations, or if there's actually you know a process, a a uh, period of change between one form to the other. So when you're Thinking about, you know, if you're reviewing all these shows and movies and thinking about putting it on the site, is that sort of something that comes to mind as far as if this is going to be something worthy enough to put on my site for others to see? Well, this I always um, I always keep in mind. So uh, I think, well, I guess I'm also looking at, at transformation things as well. Not my kind of TF, but I always think, well, maybe there are others outside, out there that, that want to watch it. Uh, in animated TF, uh, this is my thing really, but I just put it on for the people that like it. And only, even if it is, if it is one person, doesn't mind. This, yeah, this, and this, and I'm not, uh, I'm not so from, um, I have to, uh, influence people about their likings and so on. I think it is up to every person for its own to to like or dislike a certain clip. So there's no rating system uh, because I don't like to influence people. I always keep, like to keep being neutral. I so, see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's an intriguing mindset. Um, it's actually something I really didn't think of uh, looking from your side to Dragonyades or even Apulius's male TFs. Um, I think that's pretty much a relatable 
uh, feature that I haven't seen on any of her sites, and I'm sure the other two have uh, similar um, mentalities in regards to that as far as, you know, not not catering to one particular crowd as far as process and all that goes. So um, with that said, do you get a lot of like requests for a particular kind of content to put on your site? Uh, not really. Um, I get hints from people uh, that mail me or uh, usually there I have some fans on my, on my Skype list or on my Yahoo list and say, well, I, I've, I saw a TF in that in that movie uh, or in that episode of that TV series, will you check it out? And usually my custom is, is to check the whole movie out. It's not only for that TF, but maybe, yeah, this is also for people. Yeah, that's very, very human. That is, people will not say, uh, oh, I, I've seen that TF, but there's also that TF and I didn't like it. People will not say that. But I always think, well, maybe the people, the, if that you did like, maybe some other person is interested. So I put all the TS from the, the movie or from the series on my site. Okay. Cool. So do you, uh, uh, I know Apulius is ta- um, takes a lot of, you know, recommendations and uh, will, you know, consider those and actually put them on the site. So you, I'm, Assuming you pretty much follow the same process, then. I guess so. I gotcha. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. So uh, with that said, do you, uh, and I asked Apulius this as well, uh, do you sort of consider your site like a bit of a, uh, we're pretty much already calling it an archive here, so do you pretty much consider it like a historical aspect of the transformation community? Like, say, um, if maybe someone from the outside coming in, like maybe someone from for affinity or just any any other category and sort of transitioning into transformation that they sort of look past on where we've come from that some sites such as yourself would be a good start. Um well, my site I'm not really advertising with it. It's uh, more uh, on a need to know base. People that search for it will eventually find it. And I think it is for each person for themselves uh, to determine if they have some views on my site or not. And I think um, I, all, well, I also kept in check and people from outside the transformation fandom and outside the furry fandom, which in the meantime, Actually, well, someone turned up on my Skype list. That was an outsider. <laughs> he just passed my site, and it was really interesting. And we had a chat, and we started talking. Uh, so I put up also uh, a link uh, to uh, the transformation fantasy uh, article on uh, on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. just to keep yeah, to be prepared for such kind of people, just for 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 everyone. Okay. So are you, um, I mean, as far as your site goes, are you willing to put out to put out the pub, sorry, the publicity for your site here? Uh, I know you said it's not really more of an advertisement, but more of a need to know basis. But are you willing to go as far as, you know, if 
your site becomes this sort of hotspot or uh, direction to go to to get knowledge of the various transformation movies and shows where I'm sure most of us have pretty much based our origins from. Well, I think it is not a goal on itself, my website. It is more an addition to the community. Uh, you have uh, websites for TF stories, for uh, discussion. And I think, yeah, I just have a website with video clips. Uh, it, is, it is not a goal on itself. Um, it's for me, it's more a hobby. I like to do it and, uh, and always learn something new of it. Okay. No problem with that. So with that said, um, what is it with, you know, uh, I know we've sort of spoke about this already, but with transformation, uh, especially with media, since, you know, we're talking about videos and movies and all that, what is it with transformation, uh, especially with the media focus, that has really captured your focus uh, or your interest, really, in transformation? Um, you know, there's been a lot of, controversy over you know where people have sort of found it within themselves of why they've really become fond of transformation some have you know related it more to like personal experience or uh, maybe just uh you know like uh opinions or the artistic aspect of it so in your own opinion here where do you kind of gather yourself as far as your interest with transformation well well, this, it is not a really a choice. Um, I recall I was a year seven and I was under elementary school reading a comic about Disney's Pinocchio. And yeah, and that gave me a strange feeling. And I see. <laughs> and I never, uh, never really thought about it. And in in the puberty, it becomes sexual. But it it was it was so so strange, so crazy because in most practices you have something tangible but this is just a fantasy it, it will not happen in real life or may, maybe in the future but not now and mm -hmm. um, so I, I'll, I for most of my time before i actually did a, an image search on google i just suppressed it oh yeah interesting yeah i, yeah, I just thought that's really real weird fantasy and in my surrounding i never heard someone about it until in 2004, I make a, made acquaintances with the internet, and I and I had still had a nagging feeling about that fantasy. So I thought, well, maybe, and I didn't know the exact word for it. Because I thought, well, at first I thought it was fairly hard. So I was I went to feel see, but it wasn't really that. No, it it had some. It had some uh, commodities, but it, it wasn't really transformation what, what they were showing. So I did a, I did a search. I said before image search, then I and I went on this, the site from Destrier, uh, and I looked up and I said, "Wow, I've never seen this before." But it's exactly mm -hmm. that time I thought I was the only one with it, and uh, and I hear that a lot of people before they uh, actually uh, get, get into it. But now with the internet, it is the children and the, and the, and the adolescents of this time get, grow, up, uh, grow grew up with it. 
But in my time, uh, computers were just dumb things with blue <laughs> screens and white letters and couldn't do well, could only do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And that changed after the internet and said, well, this is it. So I went to the transformation board, posted some articles about all the questions that were nagging me, uh, some uh, really dumb subjects. But yeah, it's just... <laughs> It was just I had found a treasure, and I had to 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 look at it from all sides. Right. Oh, yeah. And after that, yeah, that is just what I just told you. <laughs> I gotcha. So you know, fast forwarding to now, after if you've gone through that whole experience, um, you know, discovering yourself, and then discovering, I guess you could say, the world in terms of the internet. Are yeah. you, you know, a little bit more open to the subject now as far as like uh, locally or maybe not as far, but, you know, somewhat of a distance, like maybe in the next um, province over or something like that, as far as discovering other individuals as yourself that you can, you know, maybe physically communicate or physically relate to and sort of share your experiences with each other and relate and see the differences of that well back in when i just discovered it i, I heard of anthrocon and i saved a lot of money for it so in the summer of 2007 i also went there for the first time in an airplane alone for the first time alone in a hotel alone there and yeah it was a whole experience and because of that i was also suffering of a jet lag oh yeah I'm yeah sure. yeah so I, and i was a bit grumpy so most of people had something well uh, don't know about this guy uh, didn't make really good contact and at this time i didn't know i had a small open light form of autism and yeah and it's still i'm still uh, yeah cocking up uh, in 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 of uh, sorry for the word uh, i'm still uh, not giving a good impression of myself in contact with other people. Uh, I'm usually I'm from nature very close. Mm-hmm. Not, not and most people think not, not never have an idea what's going on in me. So uh, I find it difficult to come in contact with other people uh, about it. We have besides the internet because you don't see them. You only write words and you get a reaction on with it. Accompany it sometimes with emoticon. Gotcha. Yeah. So, do you feel like this um, this language barrier is pretty much the one thing that's keeping you from sort of relating to most people in the similar topic? Um, until a few weeks ago, yes, but. Uh, as it turned out, I also have now uh, talking to a Dutch uh, TF fan. So yeah, that, that's really handy because I can express myself better than in English. Can, and still, uh, we talk a lot about different questions and mm-hmm. of the different topics. But um, as far and I don't really have the need anymore to uh, to look people up with uh, from a peer fandom. It's also because of lack of funds and dependent of social security. 
So oh. I can't, you know, yeah. yeah. And I already talked with you that I work at a, a so-called center to keep you to keep yourself busy, but it's always better than stay at home all time. Right. All so, right. Yeah. Well, good stuff. At least you're trying to reach out there somehow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure you'll get better with time. So. Uh, with that all in mind, uh, we'll go ahead and take a short break now and uh, come back here in a few and continue on with Mr. Dutch Bowl here and what he's got to say about transformation and all his contributions and all that regards. So again, I'd like to appreciate everybody for listening in and I'll look forward to uh, continuing on with part two. See you guys soon. Welcome back, everybody. We're here again with the Transformation Podcast, Changing Times, where we talk about anything and everything transformation-related. Speaking here with Mr. Dutch Bull of the TFDimension.com video and movie uh, archive, I guess you could t- uh, say here, and uh, talking a little bit about his site as well as his uh, personal experiences with transformation and the sort. So uh, again, want to welcome Mr. Dutch Bull into the podcast. Thank you. All right. So going off where we uh, left off um, for this part, want to talk a little bit more uh, about your, I guess you could say, uh, personal opinion as far as transformation in general goes. Uh, so one big question I asked of uh, Apuleius, uh, as well as uh, a few other individuals in the past on the podcast is um, really the question of transformation in itself in general as far as the uh, the modern days aspect of it. So, of course, relating to with movies and shows, um, just kind of looking over the evolution of how transformation has been integrated into movies and media content and all that sort. So... Um, one thing I um, went over with Apuleius was uh, the fact that, you know, nowadays uh, with the boom of movies such as, you know, Twilight and uh, of Blood and Chocolate and uh, other vampire or werewolf flicks out there, um, we're seeing, you know, sort of a, a uh, slip in of transformation contact, uh, I'm sorry, content, uh, especially with the werewolf aspect of it. So... With that in mind, do you feel like with all these various genres that are uh, very taboo previously or, you know, not very well looked upon in the uh, general consensus that they're starting to open up a little bit to the idea and that we might maybe see more of this open up towards the future? Well, I I think so. Um... Usually, uh, most of the time uh, nowadays, a lot of uh, movies feature zombies or vampires or werewolves. Those figures have been around uh, since all humanity, uh, of all time in humanity. Um, And because of um, there is now more possible with computer effects for little money, I think. uh, because in the old days, I think a lot of people, a lot of uh, movie makers thought, well, well, oh no, we have to, we have a, a movie, but uh, he changes. Uh, how do we do that? 
and most most of the time they they started by poof the apps or off screen the apps and nowadays um they get more integrated because this more possible like i said the cgi but still there's, there's all very very uh very fast the apps because movies like in in contradiction with the 80s movies are from the 80s uh, you can uh, movies from the 80s are much more slow they are uh, they take the time for this for the story for the plot line uh, and also the transformations because of the puppetry effects were that they wanted to show from hey we have a new effect let's show it and nowadays it is more common so uh, the transformation is not more uh, it's more uh, a side effect of the movie so they skip it in the most times that's unfortunate but that's how it is right right and i can see where you're coming from with that so uh with that said uh and i also asked this of apulius do you feel that um with the previous effects with you know using prosthetics and um animatronics uh really practical effects in general have you know more of a quality or more of a um a a uh a skill to it than to you know modern day cgi where it's cheaper quicker maybe not as fleshed out as it was with the practical effects that's correct um cgi is you can create a lot of cool effects with it uh, such as in transformers with uh explosions and 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 the camera zooming in on events like uh, like in a hurricane, the eye in the storm, that sort of effect. Um, but because it has, nowadays everything has to go fast, really fast, so it is skipped or it is approved or it is certainly done. And in the old days, like I said, <laughs> almost rehearsing my previous answer, they took a lot, lot more time and it was, it was more convincing because of the puppetry and you can as you, when you look at cgi you can always notice an, a small uh color difference like it, it is lighter than the background and you know you immediately have something oh it is fake but with the the, the transformations from uh, american werewolf uh, in london you think well maybe it well, it, it could be actually happening. It is more convincing. Right, right. So are you saying then that um, with practical practical effects that they're more convincing than CGI? I think um, you can also uh, go for the third alternative, and that is the best of both worlds. You can... Uh, you can you could you could combine CGI with um, puppetry, for example, and I think that's that's done a lot uh, nowadays. Uh, even when it is raining, uh, I could recall uh, on the news about they were making a movie uh, here in my province, and that day it was raining, but it was uh, it was a holiday movie, so with lots of sun. The director said. Oh, there's no problem. We just brush it up with a computer and just uh, wipe away the rain. 
So I think you can uh, enhance uh, the puppetry effect with CGI. Right, yeah, I gotcha. So, you know, um, are you speaking in terms of, like, movies with... Um, I'll go ahead and reference, you know, maybe a, a movie that most not even... Um, you know, interested in transformation could relate to, but with movies such as, you know, the Lord of the Rings with, uh, Gollum, the, um, the, uh, Hobbit or former Hobbit that is, you know, he's got the, uh, face cam or the, um, the, I guess you could say puppetry in the form of motion capture. Yes. Where I'm looking for, uh, the actor that has, uh, Till now been popularized for that technology he's able to reenact or animate the body movement and the reactions of Gollum that's CGI but you know like you said more convincing in a way that you wouldn't really be able to decipher the difference between an actual um, physical body I think exactly you can uh, you can dress it up better um, just like more, just, just looking more cool. But I first still think uh, that it's not up to me. That's always up to the movie makers and and film companies that they should more take the time for a decent transformation and not just uh, rip it off. On, oh, it is done and uh, rip uh, uh, next. <laughs> All right. So, do so you think then that? Um since you know we're talking about these advancements of technology that you know with these movies and how technology just over time and um over you know various budgets and uh freedoms and all that that you know with cgi being what it is not having to spend as much on that regards as you would want to on say the plot or a good actor or actresses um that it sort of opens up the freedom or um, ideas for, you know, like transformations or fan fantasy, you know, situations or scenarios that may involve transformation, uh, even if it, you know, it's not as to quality as, you know, much larger blockbuster films that feature very good transformations. But just for the sake of putting it idea out there and, you know, really running you know people's minds and fleshing out maybe a better idea like you said to make it more enhanced for someone maybe later down the road that wants to create a film of their own yes i think so um okay how could you rehearse the question sorry i'm <laughs> sorry so do you feel that with uh, what you're saying with CGI that, you know, with um, the versus practical effects, how CGI, as most know, is cheaper to, you know, implement into a movie rather than, you know, prosthetics or getting an actor to put on a suit or something like that, that, you know, movie ideas like fantasies or science fiction will have more freedom to put an idea out that maybe even implementing a uh, transformation aspect into that without having to be restricted by budget. 
Yes, I think so. Um, CGI is it is quickly done. It is uh, you just put on your computer with sophisticated video card, sophisticated software, and you have to be uh, with prosthetics and with um, the puppetry. You have to uh, well have to be really uh, crafted to, to create such thing that from from silicons and and. Uh, to create body fluids and such. Um. I gotcha. And um, one thing I've kind of thought of with CGI is, um, while it is a little, I guess you could say, easier to make enhancements as far as animations, but um, really the hard part is trying to implement realistic... Uh, I guess you could say physics into it, such as, like you said, with body fluids or with blood or, you know, the morphology of one form to another. So that's one, one thing I kind of thought about with CGI that would sort of be the, uh, the restriction uh, as far as advancements for transformation and that like. Well, I think... Um... I think I believe in in in, in evolution of of filmmaking. So I think uh, CGI is nowadays it is it still has a long way to go to be perfect, and and, and it can never be perfect. It's with all um, things, but even with even simple effects, you can you can uh, you can dress up uh, the CGI effects or the puppetry effects. And it doesn't have to be always be uh, be, be uh, expensive, right? Okay. Right. Even the old days, I'm I'm seeing of watch movies from the from the 40s, and I think, well, uh, uh, it's really, really, yeah. You can now see it is it is fake. It is that is not real, but for its time, it was very good, right. And I think it's 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 now it's nowadays movie the same. It it still has a lot of uh, time to go ahead uh, to uh, to to evolve to to become more better until it is uh, uh, pre uh, su- succeeded by a new uh, technique. Yeah, I got you. So. With that said, um, just to sort of uh, digress from that a little bit, um, moving into more of like the uh, transformation uh, aspect of your, um, you know, your personal experience or opinions here, do you feel that uh, with transformation that it's pretty much within the boundaries of like pretty, you know, a pure fetish niche or do you feel like there is more of an artistic or sort of alternative perspective of that? I think it is, um, for most of the fans, it is a fetish, but uh, transformation is as old as humanity. Uh, in the old days, it, it, it was a curse. It was uh, something could happen like that. People were not very, didn't know uh, the, the Darwin theory didn't know at the time, so they thought uh, people or humans could be related to animals and such. So it, it was much more common, uh, certainly in the Middle Ages. And 
I think uh, I think it is up to each person's own. For me, it is a fetish. So yeah, it's, it's just plain sexual. But I can I can imagine the law. There's also people say no, no, no. It's for me. It's just I like it. It is. I admire uh, the, the the art, uh, the effects, and it's fine with me. Okay. And do you um do you think with uh, transformation? You know, it's a lot. A lot of things nowadays. You have all these various forms of, uh, I guess you could say, release or sort of um, personal discovery or you know uh, meditation. That with transformation, um, you know, future uh, in a future scope here, that transformation will be sort of a goal or a uh, next step of evolution for humanity. Uh, of course, you know, with with how we're discovering these different technologies, as far as cloning and uh, as far as you know, growing body parts and other animals for transplant into humans, that humankind will eventually get to the point where you know if you feel sort of the out-of-body experience with you know dissatisfaction with your form and maybe transition into another form uh that there'll be something more of a focus or something more of a reality in the closer future here uh well i think it is possible but not not at this time uh It is, it is still still very premature to actually uh, have a, a transformation be possible. And of course, you're dependent of companies. Companies always say, well, what's the benefit of me for it? Can you earn money with it? And as you just say, yeah, it's a school for us. And the company says, oh, it's not good enough. So you have to come with actually with a meaning that it is possible to uh, to, uh, to develop it. So yeah, and that's. Uh, but I think uh, evolution is very, very slow, and I, for for human for human terms, we are just five minutes away to, from completing the clock of the of the Earth's history. But just on the end, before that, there was a lot of evolution before it, uh, and dinosaurs, uh, bacteria. I don't know what what is possible in the future, um, and who knows what what is possible in the future? Maybe space travel. We encounter yeah, different species that have the technology. Could also be, but at this time we don't know there is uh, extraterrestrial life. And right. no. Mm-hmm. So that that could that could that could also be an option. This this. Another race has the technology he, he and finally can have it. Okay. Yeah, I got what you're saying. It's very, very far away. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll never know until it happens, right? Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, in terms of uh, this whole niche aspect that we're speaking of, uh, again, like I said, we're in two different locations of the world, um, you being in Europe and I in the States. So, of course, with that in mind, um, the sort of culture or taboos would maybe differ a little bit, uh, especially with, you know, the 
experiences or traditions involved with that. So uh, just sort of with your perspective, since I believe you're um, probably one of the first that I've had on the podcast that is actually, you know, physically out of the, uh, the North American uh, continent that hasn't, you know, have these experiences or um, um, cultures involved as what you have. So with that in mind, does the transformation aspect uh, in Europe or somewhere related to you, is it, you know, pretty much the same as far as a niche or, you know, sort of concealed within the community since you're not sure if there's others out there as yourself, as you said, uh, is it a little bit more withdrawn compared to over here or is it more, you know, uh, more open-minded? I know I had two other podcasters from the UK who say that um, being a little different isn't as, you know, as criticized as it were if it were over here. So I just wanted to see how it relates to you there. Well, I think it is in, in, in every count, country it is different, every culture it is different. And I think uh, in, the, in the old days I thought I was the only one with it. Uh, and I heard that a lot of, of other people. So you, you don't give them a lot of thought on how others would, would think about it because you keep it secret because it is a bit weird. It's difficult to explain. and. Well, I have come out to several friends about it, and most just think it is okay. It is and on a scale of one to ten, it scores about a four, about the weirdness, and it, and I think people are now better informed than they were twenty years ago about certain things. Uh, in the old days, you had to look it up in the library or look for that certain book. Now you just Turn on your computer, and you have all the information you need about it. And I'm not really feeling different about it. It's, for me, it is just a, a fetish, and, and I'm just staying the same person as I was before it. Okay. And uh, do you feel that you know, with the progression of uh, various cultures nowadays, the prior taboos such as you know uh, of course i'm sure you're aware of uh how homosexual marriage in the states has been permitted across the you know the country which is quite a, a large leap ever since i would think the uh separation of races um was you know eradicated and the uh woman's sovereign back then um so quite a large leap in in uh culture for us in terms of uh integration and social you know interaction so do you feel with stuff or uh um situations such as that that you know this sort of uh of withdrawn feeling that most would feel um maybe not even in our area but yours as well that'll sort of open up a little bit and like you said that you know being revealed to others wouldn't feel as consequential as it would be with something maybe a little more ludicrous or or something of that sort. I think there, there are a lot of worse things out there. Uh, 
and and free for us it's just a fantasy uh you can role play about it uh, with chatting with it but you you don't actually uh do something physical unless you uh have sex with your boyfriend imagine about it but and i i think also about it and i think uh there are a lot weird fetishes and, and things out there that people that people that get that can people heard about it and but it's not something i would discuss in uh on work or something like that um, though i admitted that to a colleague and he was just uh, oh okay uh thank you for telling it and <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but just went further with his work. Uh, okay, it is. It is not. It is not as weird as it seems. But because you have to keep it secret for all those times, it was the same for me. I kept it almost secret for twenty years. It grows to something very big. Something you can't tell about anything, anyone about it. But it's just uh, you're just. Too close to it, and we take a distance about it. We think, oh well, it's not as bad as it seems, and well, it gives it gives a nice feeling. Okay. All right, great. So, uh, with that in mind, um, just sort of uh, in terms of your, uh, I guess, your interaction with the community here. Um, what uh I know you're on for affinity uh that you've you know like you said during the break sort of lurk within the shadows as far as different transformation contents and all that uh not related to media and that sort so um have you ever uh thought or you know aspired previously or even during your time of uh creating the TF dimension to be an artist or a writer or something of that sort for transformation? No, it is not really a meeting point or something. So there's no, also no forum about this because I have the impression that there are enough forums for TFs to discuss it. And for me, it is just, uh, my website is just addition to the fandom. It is not, it is not a goal on itself. Um, and I'm fine with it. And I'm also an and yeah, it is sometimes I think, yeah, uh, it is uh, it's not always very rewarding work because you think uh, yeah, it's a lot of work of it. Uh, and most people think, oh, it is the click, click, done. And now it is a real process. You have to look it up. You have to uh, get the movie. Uh, I ordered sometimes on eBay. And you have to screen it you have to uh, like i do it i look at it in fast forward because that saves a lot of time and certainly with very bad movies it is uh, sometimes a lifesaver uh, and then you have to rip out the clips and convert it to a, a video format everyone can play it and uh, uh, making a text file with the species of what sort of tf it is or what it's kind of gender uh, sometimes adding uh, additional info from because the movie is also known as the original title this in ink of this in uh, Filipino of it contains subs and making and creating a flash file so it's a lot of work and and I'm, and I'm fine with it I'm in, in the past I had it was a real 
sort of really tire tiresome to actually uh, see uh, people just collectors that uh, the video clips uh, and never said said anything about it. And I'm not just done. I'm just done with. I have something. Okay, uh, I'm fine with it. People and but I have the impression that lately, the, the last years, people showed more their uh, their gratitude about it, and they, and they, and people are really uh, happy that I'm, that I have my website and just have something. Yeah, it is it is just a hobby of mine. I like to spend a lot of work in it. Uh, I have a lot of free time to uh, to actually work on it. Okay. And uh, have you ever tried to draw or write a transformation story or anything like that? Now, uh, uh, in the when I when I just encountered the Kiev community, that's about ten years ago. I thought about well. Uh, I thought, well, it's amazing, and I and I thought, well, I have to contribute uh, contribute to it. But uh, on, uh, as you can hear it all the time, the English speaking is about okay, but not great. And so my writing is also not very great. So writing stories in English is never has never been my never been accomplished. And, and drawing, I can only draw technical schematics, and that's it. Fluing, uh, fluid uh, lines is not not with my shaky hands. That is not really uh, very uh, accomplishable. And I thought, well, uh, I can do that. I think that. And video clips all have always interested me. I always uh, in the past I ripped up certain action scenes from from movies just to watch those scenes and not a movie because I never. Because I have a, a limited concentration span, so I, I certainly nowadays. That's just all. That's all. That's also the reason why I watch him fast forward, because uh, otherwise I have to watch the movie in two times or three times, and I just now can do it in one time. I see. I gotcha. All right. Well then, um, in that regards, are there any? Uh particular artists or writers that you follow yourself that um you know are involved in transformation and all that sort well there, there was a, a man I, i'm not sure he is uh, still writing stories but i had very good transformation stories because he was called uh, dogwood on um, the dog's lab i haven't heard of him in very time so i think he quit it's very very yeah very yeah, disappointing because it was very good stories. But uh, for transformation art, um, I follow Fast Track uh, 37 something 13, I believe, and Kuma and some others. I just can't think about. Okay. And um, is there, you know, a specific quality to any of these artists that you've uh, really? found attached to that you've found worthy of, you know, keeping up with their art and all that? Well, for example, for Kuma, uh, I see his, uh, his, I first saw his art about several years ago, uh, seven years ago. It was, it was okay. And now he is just, 
yeah, made very good art. I think very, uh, yeah. Because my style a bit, a bit, a bit play and playful, but still, still, still nice to see it. All right, hey, I know what you mean. <laughs> I think I can sort of agree on that. <laughs> okay, so uh, with that said, um, I think we're coming pretty close to the end of the podcast here. But uh, were there any other sort of words or um, advice you could have for the transformation community, whether it be for, you know, say if they want to create their own little archive or uh, movie video storage site that's maybe a little different from yourself and the other two involved, um, or maybe even just trying to get involved in the transformation community in general? I think it is for each person, uh, as long as it is, as it feels good for you, you have to do it. And not because you, uh, you have to feel good about what you're doing and, and not because you have uh, something that's like an obligation to do it for other people. You just have to, uh, and it is sometimes, it is a, it is a search uh, where you're good at it. And, something like that okay good deal well um that is bringing us pretty much a close to this episode for the podcast so like to uh extend my very great appreciation to you mr bull for coming on the podcast and um sharing your experiences as well as your um your whole process of the whole transformation i'm sorry the yeah transformation dimension website so um if anyone wants to look into any of the movies or shows that he has posted over the several years that it's been uh, available to the community or to the internet in general, um, you can find Dutch Bull's website simply www.tfdimension.com, and uh, he has all your you know transformation classics such as American Werewolf. Um, there, I'm sure there's a lot more that I can't really think of. I think you have The Howling on there, if I remember. Um, a lot of shows such as, um, I think, yeah, Aladdin. Um, can't remember. Evolve. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. You'll probably know it more than me. So. Okay. Uh, Evolve. Uh, uh, all sorts of movies. Uh, a lot to name. Last time I counted, I had it something like uh 2200 clips wow and then then i just read the the boundaries of the of the website so i had to extend it and i can uh yeah <laughs> to an, add another 2000 movies wow that's quite a bit yeah and uh yeah so you can view all those classic uh movies or shows or even discover a few yourself that you may have never um been aware of or maybe stumbled upon at one point and forgotten about so definitely take a dive into the site and have a look for yourself so uh, again thank you for coming into the podcast Mr. Bull and uh, good luck on your endeavors and future progress with the site and uh, other than that I thank everybody for listening into this episode of the transformation podcast I look forward to um, speaking to you guys again on the next couple episodes 
Thank you, and you guys have a great day. So there you have it, boys and girls. That was Dutch Bull from the TF Dimension website. So again, great to have another individual out there who is willing to do all the dirty work for all of us in the transformation community and uh, just collect all these great uh, history or great relics from the past or even the uh, modern creativity uh, from movies and TV shows in the light or even in the future here and just put them in one area so that one can just go in there, dig in, and just find whatever is his or her fancy. So um, again, want to thank all of the three so far we've had, Dragon Yade, Apulius, and uh, Dutch Bull for providing these great sites for ease of access and um, just, just a history for the community in general of where all our interests kind of all related from. So from here, looking forward, uh, like I said, very, very many times, uh, a good bit of a journey for season two, but uh, sort of the benefit to that is just a great bundle of, uh, of uh, future excitement and tale for us on the future episodes to come. So I would uh, just say stay put and hang in there for now, and I'm sure you'll be very treated uh, pretty well when they come out for you. So again, want to thank you all for listening in, and I uh, look forward to the next episode here fairly, fairly soon. So uh, again, if you have any recommenda- recommendations, you know how to reach me. So uh, just shoot away if you need it, and I'll get right back to you. So again, this is Cheesy with The Changing Times. Thank you all for listening.